everyone. I'm Denise Urbans. And I'm Michael Urbans. And welcome to It's Your Water. We're glad you found us. Today, we're going to talk about reticulated foam. Is that in your toolbox? Reticulated what? That's uh, reticulated foam. It's constructed, arranged, or marked like a net or network. That's what I picked off Google uh, when I went in there and searched what was reticulated. So if we could describe it to you, it doesn't look like a f- sponge, right? Yep. But leave it to us and uh, this podcast to come up with some oddball stuff. But let's face it, there's a lot of oddball water products out there. And we pride ourselves on helping you decide what really works. So this is why we came up with this podcast, because reticulated foam is a very focused little material, and not to be confused with reticulated pythons, which are Mm. big, nasty snakes. And I figured, I said to myself, what's a reticulated python have to do with... Being reticulated. Well, no, constructed or arranged or marked like a net or network. Well... I figured it's markings on its outside. And is that the case? I don't know. Okay. I just want to leave it to the people up so in, now the, in have, podcast land to figure that out. So we have a bit of homework here to see why it's called reticulated. Oh, yeah, reticulated python. Well, maybe maybe reticulated pythons came before reticulated foam. Maybe. I think they did. Long pretty time, sure, yeah. Long time before. Yeah. Yes. But, but they don't hang out. No, they don't. No. But and they don't treat water real well. They don't treat water. Well, they live in water, actually. Ah, and they so eat they are. People. They're so huge. They're, like, massive. You go on the internet, it's hilarious. The, the snakes are, like, 20 miles long. You know, they're just, like, huge, but it's all fakery. Yeah, they... Fakery? Yeah, well, they're pictures. Oh. I don't want to say fake news, but... Yeah. The, it's would... not news. But we digress. But the, we... we <laughs> this... <laughs> We discovered reticulated foam as a water treatment device many years ago. What the heck it is, is it's a highly specialized foam that can be impregnated with a powderized form of filter medias, like activated carbon, KDF 55, KDF 85, works really well with it, so they powderize it. Who powderizes it? The uh, Formulations, the company. It's a proprietary patented process okay. that they figured out and they refined and refined. And it's 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 a really neat process that they actually can put this almost like, uh, not really, but kind of like powderizing metal paint, powder coating. But it's not that solid. But they figured it out, how to get it on this foam substrate. And you're thinking, foam? In my drinking water, well, it is actually uh, NSF rated for drinking water and leachables. So it's not like you're going to poison yourself with some kind of weird something coming off. So they're basically impregnating the foam with the product. And what it does is it hugely uh, or greatly enhances the surface area of the impregnated material. So... Just kind of think of it as like a kernel of rice and then puffed rice, like Rice oh, Krispies. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Or corn, corn or corn, mm-hmm. or popped corn. So it's impregnated corn? <laughs> no. Well, you can do that with PFOA. You listen on the, uh, actually, they did impregnate 
Corn? No, what do you call microwave corn? Popcorn. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, it's PFOA. That's big time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But KDF impregnated foam. Foam. Has nothing to do with this. Nothing at all. Just if you close your eyes, but if you're driving, don't close your eyes. Don't close your eyes. Picture this. Yeah. You have a little piece of corn. Oh, and they puff it. And they puff it. So what happens is your surface area went from just the outer surface of a little piece of corn or a piece of rice, Mm -hmm. now it's greatly enhanced because now the surface area is huge and it's it's lighter. Think about it. It's puffed. It's lighter. So Mm kind of the same concept. And for this discussion, KDF is the material that we use the most in this material because, and we'll talk about that. The foam... With KDF, if you know KDF, it's extremely heavy. It's a third of a cubic foot. It's 57 pounds. It's like a small little can of lead almost. It's not Mm -hmm. lead, but it's heavy. It's extremely, it's copper and zinc. It's a copper and zinc alloy, which discovered years ago actually uh, worked quite well for hydrogen sulfide, KDF-85, and... KDF-55 is dechlorination, and it has some bactericidal hostility to it. Okay, but the 85 doesn't have that. It does, but it's weaker. It's just not as strong then. Yeah, it's a less, I think, more zinc, less copper. It's more about the stink. Yeah, more about the stink on 85 than KDF-55. So what happens is when usually the KDF was so heavy and... It was unwieldy. It was very hard to handle to get the backwash. It was 30 gallon a minute per square foot to backwash, which is huge. Your typical ion exchange resin is four gallons a minute. Activated carbon, eight to 10 gallon a minute per square foot. This is 30. It's extremely heavy. And I say it's almost like it falls right to the bottom of a tank if you're adding it to a filter tank. And I called it the penny at the bottom because after years of contact with water, a lot of times the KDF would solidify into a big saucer in the bottom of your tank. Oh. And you'd have to pound it out of there. Oh, it, it, people curse at that. So enter KDF foam. So now we have this puffed KDF. The surface area, instead of being the bottom diameter of your tank, is now one inch by one inch, the cube, plus all the insides of the cube. Mm -hmm. So if you hold it up and you see it's a little foam cube, and we push these cubes inside the tank, and what happens is, is they tend to stay on top of a static bed. If you backwash it, they will work their way down through. Okay. But that's why we discovered it and why it works so well is that you can actually use it and stratify it in the bed. So you're adding it to what kind of media? What tanks are you putting this in? Mostly a carbon tank. Okay. Why is that? Because carbon can skunkify in that it is like a little... No, no wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're, I said 85 was all about the stink. Stink, no. Okay, well, this I'm is 55. bacteria okay. and bacterial growth within the carbon. So some people would impregnate carbon with silver. Right. And, well, that's expensive. It's a metal. It's regulated, blah, blah, blah. And 
So carbon can be a little mini greenhouse. In certain instances, like well water, can have organic material, and it acts as a host for bacteria. And sometimes your carbon can become slimy, black slime, really horrible condition. Well, the KDF creates a hostile environment for bacterial growth. So if you add it on top of an activated carbon filter, it keeps your carbon filter cleaner. Okay. Because you not growing that bacteria. The bacteria is harmless, right? Yeah. Even if it is growing in there? It's basically, it's non-pathogenic type bacteria. Right. uh, You know, the aerobic, I believe. So think of it as an extended warranty for your carbon. Mm, Good idea. You throw that in there. If you use a backwashing carbon, it will work its way down through the bed, but the backwashing action will fluidize your bed when you're backwashing. Then it comes up through Mm -hmm. the KDF foam and then keeps your bed clean that way. Okay. So it's used primarily in carbon filters that are backwashable? Yep. And or static beds. Or use static. static beds. And you do that, that would be a, on well water. Well water, or if you use it on city water, it also removes chlorine. So it's kind of like hamburger helper, you okay. know, where you extend the life of the carbon. Okay, I'll, I'll go off script right here and ask you a question. Mm-hmm. In our PFOA, PFOS podcast, we talked about using activated carbon to remove it. And we did not backwash that at all. For mm-hmm. obvious, if you listen to right. our podcast, you'll yes. find out why. My question is, could you add the KDF cubes to that? Yeah. You can? Sure. Okay. Sure. Yeah, It just gives you a little less room for the carbon. Because the carbon's pretty well jammed in there. Okay. But think of it this way. That's a great idea. See? That's why we do this thing. Is a flow path, a diversion path, is what makes things efficient. So if you jam a carbon bed full of carbon and you don't have an upper screen or diffuser, mm-hmm. the water path can drill down through one side of the carbon. Mm-hmm. So take your in-out head that you're using, your uh, backwash head, flip it upside down, you'll see it's a half moon of where the inlet comes in. So technically, the water, without a diverser, that will push the water in a like spray conical area okay. that kind of spray the water path evenly down through the carbon. If you didn't have that, it'll drill. And on high flow rates, you can drill and you'll flip the carbon to one side. So if you opened up your carbon bed or resin bed, you keep seeing it flipped to one side. Mm -hmm. That's why you need a disperser. Disbursement. Now, what the KDF cubes will do in that instance, if you didn't put an upper diffuser on, these cubes are, again, pull over the side of the road and picture a one-inch cube of foam. So now that, that diversion, that will act as a diffuser. It will, yeah. Yeah, so because you're diffusing all the water through these little foam pucks, as I used to call them, but they're cubes, actually. And I guess the next big question is, how many do you use? Yeah, exactly. That was my next, going back on script, that going is back my on next script thing. is, now you're all thinking, hmm, hmm. well, typical 10-inch tank, that's the industry standard, 10-inch diameter tank, 9-inch. You would use, there's engineering brochures that we have. Yes. It's about two pounds 
of material. It's so this is sold by the pound? Sold by the pound, only because it's, it's by the cube, it gets monotonous. I mean, we could have a cube counter, but, you know, we don't. <laughs> so if we cheat you out of one or two cubes, we can, we can It's not that. absolute, it's nominal. Right. So we have that in there for you. So you get a bag, and then you put in your carbon, then, of course, your distributor tube is corked. Then you would just push these cubes in an even fashion around, just like one here, left, right, mm-hmm. right, left. Like you're like you're torquing your lug wrench, lug nuts on your car wheel. You know, you want to do it in a star pattern. So you don't want to, for every gearheads out there, you know what that is. I have no idea. Putting down a... Oh, yeah, I do. I do. I get it. Okay, top, bottom, left, yeah, right. Yeah, or a valve cover or, you know, cylinder head. You have to torque alternately, so... We're a Katie, uh, not KDF. We're an auto troll, <laughs> auto troll valve. That I would, I would know more about cylinders. And- yeah, we were raised by an auto mechanic. Right. So, do you basically cover the top of the bed? You're pushing them in, and you you pretty much go around the distributor tube, and you're covering that bed with them. Yes, yes, you do. So that's really the long and short of it. Now, this foam can be impregnated with a lot of other things. And I'm saying for this podcast, we use and we've applied it in our experience is all with KDF 55. Right. And how well it works in, in these situations where you think you have sulfur bacteria, iron reducing bacteria in your well water, or you want to just extend the life of a city water system. Mm-hmm. It works great there. But this company actually uses catalytic carbon, they use regular carbon. They use arsenic reduction media. Really? They are experimenting, well, until Graver gets it together with their certifications. On the fluoride. On the fluoride Renewable. reduction material. Yeah. If the material, the impregnation material is suitable and mm-hmm. pow- it can be powderized, then you can put it on this foam. And the benefits are... Your surface area is hugely increased. Sure. It reduces pressure drop because if you had just regular media like KDF and you're flowing it through, your diversion path is blind. Yes. So you get a huge delta P across it where this foam, that won't happen. So your service flow rate increases because you have more surface area, more diversion path than regular media, and eliminates the need for backwashing in a lot of applications. So it's pretty unique stuff, and that's why we were all excited to do this podcast of reticulated foam. It is a material that we do um, sell quite a bit and have a pretty good knowledge with and experience with it. Mm -hmm. But that's that's all I have. That's all you have? And for future purposes, I might say... Oh, I have a question. Oh, yes. Can we just shove it in a big blue and let oh, it rip? We forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, reusable. Well, they call them reusable, the refillables. Mm-hmm. There's companies out there that sell the refillable housings, and we buy those, and they have a screw the cartridges? top. The, you just shove it in a big blue? Or you just shove it in, it in a, you know, it's a refillable, so you can see them. So you literally have a big blue housing or big blue cartridge, which was four and a half inches in diameter, 10 inches long, or 20 inches long. So it's big. It's four mm-hmm. and a half. Regular cartridges are only two and a half, and we've done it for those, but it's usually not enough. You can't put enough pucks in a, or cubes in a 10-inch housing or where, a Where would you 
use something like that. So you take the lid off, you put in your cubes. Same thing, you would use it before a carbon filter if you don't want to put them in the tank. Sometimes people don't want to go fishing them out when the tank, say, if you are going to reclaim your carbon, if you're on a bald organic for reactivation, next thing you know, you, you got all have, these okay. foam cubes and uh, the regenerator says, yeah, stop it. You know, this is contamination. So you, what you would do is buy a refillable cartridge, mm-hmm. put them in there. And then buy housing, of course, and put as a pre-filter to that so that it, you know, we have those too. But you can find those refillables out there by a lot of vendors and just get your uh, cubes and shove them in there. And so that's the reason if you don't want to put it in the same bed, you would just do it as a pre-filter. And then it would still have the biocidal Yes, it would, because, yeah, you just, it wouldn't have the diversion path that we were talking about. Well, it does in the housing, but not in your, the top of your carbon bed. So you got to use an upper screen, as they say, Mm -hmm. upper diffuser, upper screen. Yeah, we've done that too. So did I forget anything else? Uh, I don't uh, think so. Uh, How many times did I say, you know? You didn't. Didn't? But you did say, ah. uh, I've been flogged or called out on how many times I say, you know, so it's a a tick (laughs) and for all everybody, the non podcasters out there. Yeah. That's what, uh, what this gets you is your speech is focused. So Denise has a big ruler that will whack me every time I say, you know, I'm trying to make the tick worse. I'm trying to stop it. it. I say it on the phone. Now I catch myself. So I will try to not say, you know, but for my buddies out there uh, who know that, I will say uh, there's one other thing that one of our uh, friends say is, and what not. (laughs) And I'm going to leave it at that. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for uh, tuning in. And joining us. Thanks. Thanks.